What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Upper Room Devotional. I am with Justin. I am here. Uh, we're going to be in James 1, 22 through 25. Justin, take us away. All right. Continuing on from last uh, last time we posted, it says, But prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely hearers who delude themselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks at his natural face in a mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he has immediately forgotten what kind of person he was. But one who looks intently at the perfect law, the law of liberty, and abides by it, not having become a forgetful hearer, but an effectual doer, this man will be blessed in what he does. Well, in this text, we have this clear picture of what James is pointing out as hypocrisy. He's he's pointing out at this, and I, I even think there's a whole translation of the Bible built around this called like the mirror translation or something like that. And it's <clears throat> probably not a good Bible. I wouldn't go there, but because um, the Bible's about Jesus, not about you staring at yourself. But <laughs> uh, I, I do want to point out in this, he's really juxtaposing hearing and doing. And this is going to be a consistent theme that we see throughout the book of James. But he's starting with, you need to prove yourself doers of the word and not merely hearers. And what do hearers do? They delude themselves. They delude themselves. Well, it says here that somebody um, who is not doing but only hearing is deluding themselves. And that means to like, we think about deluding something, we think about watering it down. Yeah. We're adding something to it so that its potency is actually leaving. Yeah. How many of us are looking for one more, I hate to say it this way, but hit from the Bible? Yeah. I just need God to tell me what I need to do. And I want you to think about it this way. God has probably already told you about 30 things that you need to do. And when you try to add more to that, you're actually diluting the power of the first thing that he said by giving yourself more to do. You're like the person who's sitting in a room and it needs cleaned up. And what somebody has told you is clean off this table, but you're seeing the whole room and you're so overwhelmed by everything that has to get done that you aren't obedient to just doing the one thing that was said to be (laughs) done. So we're like, yeah, but what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And we'll, we'll keep hearing sermons. We'll keep hearing podcasts. We'll keep doing a bunch of stuff. But God's laid something on your heart yeah. and you're not doing it. And he's saying when you do that, you're weakening the word of God. You're not taking it seriously. And you're becoming somebody who thinks because they know a lot that they're doing a lot. And it's not the same thing. So here's what he says. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he has immediately forgotten what kind of person he is. So it's like he gets a, he looks at himself in the mirror and says, yeah, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing all the things that God's asking me to do. And then he walks away and he's actually not. Yeah. He's, he's forgotten. It's like, where were they again? Yeah. yeah. So think about it. When you read the Bible and you get convicted or you hear a sermon, you get convicted or you're praying and you get convicted and you're like, man, I need to deal with that. Anyways, lunchtime, <laughs> yeah. right? Like we, we walk away and we forget what we actually look like and we start to act as though things are put together and things are fine. And God is saying, you're deluding yourself. Yeah. You're always looking for another sermon. You're always looking for another word, but you're not willing to do what I'm ask, actually asking you to do. And that's, that's, a, that's a problem. Huh. And, and what is it really but a type of bondage? It's, it's kind of like, like a cage you create for yourself. Well, your problems never get fixed, but you continually feel better about them. Yeah. It's a lot like somebody falling in love with a prison cell. You're not getting out of there, but I'm starting to feel comfortable with it. Yeah. 
you know? And so what is, what is the next portion? He says, but the one who looks intently at the perfect law, the law of liberty and abides by it, not having a, become a forgetful hearer, but an effectual doer, this man will be blessed in what he does. So the law of liberty is really the, the commandments that Christ gives us to live by. It's sometimes called the royal law. It's Christ saying, here's how you are then to live. And why is it not the law of bondage? Uh, because it's no longer saving you. The law doesn't save you. What does it do? It provides you freedom. We do the things that God is asking us, not because it saves us, but because it gives us freedom. When we do what God actually asks us to do, there is a freedom that comes from doing the right thing. There's a hope that comes from doing the right thing. There's an assurance that comes from doing the right thing. But somebody who only knows the right thing to do but refuses to use the key stays in the prison and begins to become okay with the prison as long as he knows the way out. Yeah. It's not It's not the same thing. So when Jesus is offering us here freedom from um, bondage, freedom from sin, freedom from being deluded, what he's actually offering us is his commandments and his way and his walk. And we can get to a place in our life where we think that because we know stuff that we're fine. But the reality is, guys, is um, salvation from Christ comes and we know it has come when our lives are changed, just not, not just our minds in a moment. So the fruit of Christianity or the proof of your faith is not in one moment when you were 13 and you prayed a prayer, but in a life of fruit that's been lived up to that point. Um, and so there's lots of places in the Bible where Jesus brings stuff like this up, but he talks about salt that's lost its saltiness. Mm. Luke 14 tells this parable about um, a you know an army that goes out to fight with half the people that it needs to, or a guy who's trying to build a building and stops halfway because he runs out of funds. Mm -hmm. All of these people are people that Jesus are pointing to who are saying you're deluded. You're actually adding a bunch of other stuff in, so you're not able to accomplish the things that you're saying you want to accomplish. And it really is evident to a lot of people. Um, the reality is, guys, we're all a mess. All of us have issues. All of us have problems. And Christ is constantly calling us into greater freedom and greater obedience, and those things come together. But uh, like the kid covered in chocolate, you know, uh, who ate the bar that he wasn't supposed to. And his mother's saying, did you eat my chocolate? And he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we try to hide just like Adam in the garden. Yeah. And this passage is supposed to expose all of our hearts who have a tendency to think that if we know something, we're doing it. And James is saying, listen, knowing and doing are not the same thing. Don't delude the word of God. Don't delude the freedom that he wants to give you by thinking you need more information or more knowledge or by looking at yourself honestly, and being like, I need to change some things and then walking away and totally forgetting what's actually wrong in the chocolate that's on your face. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, man. Right on guys. Uh, hope you have a wonderful day and can walk in some freedom. Absolutely. Catch you guys next time.